Good evening. And uh, as always, as people begin to log on, I just want to say thank you for um, tuning in tonight. And uh, many of you are tuning back in just like we did uh, before the break in November and December. And so I, I thank you for that. And I pray that these are a blessing to you. And um, I just want you to know that I'm praying for you. And so uh, if you have a prayer request and you don't want it shared, uh, just send me a private message. Um, uh, you text me. My number's on everything that we have at church. Um, uh, but uh, I just I pray that the Lord will work in your life. And so where we've been looking this week is how to be successful and how to please God. And those two things together are really, really important. And we looked at how we are to have integrity. And um, integrity is something that um, you have to make a decision to respond to God. Um, it takes a while for everyone else to see your integrity. And so maybe you're watching tonight and saying, well, I've not always been a person of integrity. Well, you can start today. You can start today. Uh, I've not always been a person of integrity. Um, I've done many things. I look back and thought, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that, and I wish it wouldn't have worked out that way, etc. But all you can do is today make the right decision and then live out that righteousness. And we looked at that, and then we started by looking at how does that play itself out. And it just flat starts with our tongue. And we looked last night at the danger of our tongue and not slandering and not hurting others with our words. But tonight... It continues on, and it's this idea of not wanting what we shouldn't have. Now, don't, don't miss that. Not wanting what we shouldn't have. Um, I have, for many years, loved to drive through new car dealerships and look at the new Chevy pickup trucks. Uh, not a big fan of the newest one, but, you know, they're still better than... Um, Fords for my friend Mark, but uh, uh, and I've always wanted one. And every time I go to think that I should get one, the Lord will remind me, um, Jake, do you really need that? Is it something you can live without? Is there not something else that you could do? And the Lord always tells me and deals with me, and so I don't get one. But that doesn't keep me from wanting one. But uh, sometimes there are things that we want that God doesn't want us to have and knows won't be good for us. And in verse 3, we looked last week about not backbiting and not harming others. Well, tonight we're looking at not doing harm to ourselves. Listen to what verse 4 says from chapter 15. It says, In whose eye a vile person is despised, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He who swears to his own hurt and does not change. As a Christian, have you ever looked at someone and saw maybe their financial wealth or the size of their house or their statute in the community and thought, boy, I wish I had that. So what he's saying here is God's people don't look at the lost world and the things that appeal to them and say, oh, I'm jealous. I'm so jealous of the things that they have accumulated in wickedness. 
And so you don't know if that person that has got that $17 million house has been an honest businessman or he's been a crooked businessman. And what he says is we do not evaluate people based on the things of this earth. The early church had this problem and the um, writer of the New Testament wrote these words that, and that they were not to give special seats to those people who came in that were wealthy and had gold jewelry on. So apparently, um, early in the early church, there would be um, places where people would be sitting and if someone of, of, of prestige, if someone of wealth would come in, they would move those people out and let those wealthy people have the seats. And Paul says, don't you dare be a respectable specter of people based on things. And so as a Christian, I should not long for the things of this world, but I also shouldn't judge people based on the things of this world. The Bible says that we should evaluate and, and long to be like Jesus. And so someone, whether or not they have any financial blessings at all, if they are kind, compassionate, a prayer warrior, those are the things that we should strive for. We should evaluate things on the spiritual side of it. You see, you can have all the money in the world and have nothing. You see, you can have all of the Twitter or Facebook followers that you want and be friendless. You can have all of the uh, followings of the movie stars and the pro athletes and not have love. And so as a Christian, I evaluate things by what God says is important. If what makes you successful is the things of this world, you're not viewing it like God views it. You're not viewing it from a, an attitude of God's blessings. God is the one that matters. And so when I look at people, their material standing and financial accounts mean nothing. It's who they are in Christ. That's why Jesus said to that woman in the scripture that gave her two little mites, her two little less than pennies, was much more special to God than the person who gave all kinds of money because of the heart that was behind it. Well, there's nothing wrong with having earthly blessings, and I pray that you're a good steward of what God gives you and that he provides your every need and some of the wants in your life. But never become a person who wants the things of this world, who wants to have the things that the wicked have. I heard it said one time that sin sure looks fun from a distance sometimes to go where you want, to do what you want, to think what you want, but it's not fun up close. Sin takes you farther than you want to go, keeps you longer than you want to stay, and costs you more than you want to pay. But we don't think of it like that. You see, for that person who doesn't know Jesus, they don't have real peace. They've only got peace when the things of this world are working out. They don't have joy. They only have happiness in circumstances. When things go bad, there's no happiness. They don't have love that is unchanging like God gives us. They have love that when they're on the top, they've got lots of friends. And when they're in the valley, those friends all vanish. You see, as a Christian, I'm called to love you whether you have got everything figured out or nothing figured out. And God loves me either, even when I fail him. And the world doesn't have that. And so he says that literally there. Don't look to the things of this world and be jealous. Look to the things of God. And he goes on and says, and he who swears to his own hurt 
and does not change. What he says is, don't swear by the things of this earth. Jesus talked about that as well. Don't swear that I'll sell you this piece of property for $10 tomorrow because tomorrow that piece of property might be worth $20. Or I promise you I'll make that trip to your graduation and then you have a flat tire on the way there. You see, that's why the Bible says, let your yes be yes and no be no. And when things come up, we explain it and apologize. But what he says is don't swear to get what you want. Now, I'm not talking about a cuss word. I'm, make, I'm saying don't make promises that you can't always keep. And you've probably heard that before, right? If you'll just hold this thing that you're trying to sell for a few more days, I promise you I'll get the money and you don't sell it and you make that promise and that person never shows back up again and you passed up two offers to sell something. What it's saying is following after the things of this world, excuse me, will bring you to ruin if you're not careful. And being so consumed by the things of this world that you have to swear by will end up bringing you to ruin. And it'll make you long for things that you don't need and it'll make you a liar about things that don't really matter. And so tonight I want to challenge you to be thankful for the blessings that God gives you and never judge people based on worldly things. And two, never put your integrity and your reputation on the line by swearing because you have no idea what tomorrow holds. And so as always, I just want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you. And just think about how much more successful and more blessed we could be if we didn't look to please ourselves by the things of this world and if we didn't have to put ourselves in a bind by swearing and then not being able to fulfill those commitments. And so remember, God loves you. Even if you failed him every day, if you failed him multiple times today, he wants to forgive you. He wants to give you a brand new start. And as always, if I can pray for you, I can help you in any way, please let me know. And may God richly bless you.